What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Estate Podcast, episode 133. This week, we watched Swiss Army Man. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Wait for the horns to finish. All right, guys. <laughs> so, this was a different kind of movie. I want to tell Travis, I already told you, but so this was their first like movie, movie, full length movie. But the guys that did this movie directed that turned down for what music video. And when I heard makes that, I was like, sense. makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. This, this movie even kind of had that look to it. Yeah. Mostly Definitely. practical. Now, this movie looked like a big budget movie, kind of, right? Like, it looks big. Yeah, it, it does. looks like they spent a lot of money. They yeah. had a very small team, and they had $3 million. And that's they what they did. gave us. Goes to show you when you go on to Hollywood knowing how to stretch a buck. But I wonder how well, much fucking Radcliffe and. They didn't make uh, much. Oh, I'm sure they didn't. They probably saw the script and was like, fuck yes, I'll do that. Um, I actually watched some interviews and stuff. Paul Dano, second page, agreed to do it. Second wow. page. He was like, I'm in. I, I ain't even got to read the rest, but I'm going to. Like He said as soon as he read the script, he got a hold of the guys, and they were in a Skype call like an hour later. He was so excited. Like He's like, this is different. This is new. This is... Yeah, you know, and they're and that's what they said is they're always like they get a ton of scripts, both of them. Yeah, they're always they don't you know they're like it's a lot of the stuff's just the same old shit. They get you're always the looking they for something. In that position. You're always looking for something that's like this is different. This is original. Right. And the same with, thing with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. His uh, it came into his office. He saw it and he was like, "Oh yeah, sold American." It's amazing that they got those two guys. Like well, two they actually best. had uh, had them in mind, right? I, for some, and they're right. Like they were perfect for the role. Yeah, they were. I can't see anyone else. No. Could you picture Danny McBride? He's like, I'm gonna put this fucking cork up your ass. And when he <laughs> held that cork up and looked at him, I was like, he's gonna put that in his ass. Yeah. He said. When you put the cork in my butt, was that having sex? And he's like, no. no. Stop asking questions. Yeah. And then as soon as they started sinking, in my mind, I'm like, pull the cork, dude. You know what to do. And then you see the cork come floating up. Yeah. And then they just shoot out of the water like a fucking whale. Just That shit was hilarious. So funny. It it was great. Um, So I'm just curious, like, after you rewatching it, Adam, and you watching it for the first time, Trav, because I've already talked to Adam about this a little bit the other night. What was your interpretation of everything that was going on here? It borderline on like this movie, if it didn't have the humor that it had, like the ending kind of kind of brushed on what I was thinking. It's just like they all roll up on this and it's just a dude who's mm-hmm. Lost his fucking shit, man. Like, right. But some would argue that he found himself. Yeah. In a weird way. Well, well yeah. I mean, that's he grew how the fuck up. Himself. Yeah. But in the most 
dark humorous way. way. Yeah. Um, he it's, was able to work through all of this. It was an hour and a half of Paul Dano carrying a dead Daniel Radcliffe, man. And that was, and it was like it was therapy. Yeah. He like worked through all these problems that he had, and yeah, that's and that's what I was uh, what I was talking to Adam about. I said to to me the body was real, but it, of course, obviously, wasn't really talking to him. And I think that you know him being on that small island to begin with probably wasn't. Dude, well, he never. If you'll notice, well, I mean, when they went into the woods, it was a few hundred feet away from the house. He yeah, was never I mean, that far away. Yeah. So ever. I feel like he went and like he was obsessed with this chick, but he didn't really know how to how to conduct himself. So he 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 ran, found out where she lived, and kind of hid out behind her house. And then just so happened, this fucking dead guy washes up on shore. Bridge jumper, and, possibly. Yeah, and um. You know, him talking to the the dead body was just him talking to himself and coming to terms with like who he needed to be, and with mortality. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Yeah, that's that's what they said. That's exactly right. Really? Yeah, that's correct. He was able to work through his shit, and yeah, like he couldn't talk to himself about it, but he had this like person there. And he could. Yeah. And I mean, the humor, the whole fact that they that they utilize death in a humorous way yeah. is about how a lot of people cope with death. Yeah. This was their pitch for the movie, Travis. This is how they pitched it to was it A two four Studios? Yeah. The first fart makes you laugh. The last fart will make you cry. Yeah. And this was just an idea they had. They pitched this, and the studio was like, well, is it ready? And they were like, no, we got to ride it. And they was like, well, fucking ride it, because we're yeah, in. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. So these guys spent a year working on this script, and this was a, a duo. There was two of them. At the beginning of it, it says, you know, directed by Daniel, but there's two people. They're both named Daniel. Yeah. It just said Daniel. At the end, they tell you their real names. One's an Asian dude. One's just a white dude, like really white, you know. <laughs> Uncomfortably white. Uh, yeah. You remember that trailer <laughs> that we watched a few weeks ago? That was the death of Dick Long or Dicky Long or something. Yeah. Y'all remember like these guys are hanging out. It's kind of low budget looking, and the dude hits his head, and they drop him off the hospital. Yeah. All right. Well, the the one Daniel, the white dude, he directed that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I went to their pages, and now since this movie, they've branched out, and they started doing stuff on their own. Right. Um, I just remember this movie making a buzz. Because of the farting. Well, just because of the idea that it's a movie guy using a dead body to survive. That's a Swiss Army man. Yeah. Dude, when he shot that squirrel with him. Oh, my God. His head popped off. Head off. Yeah. Like they, 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 everything down to the corpse's rigor mortis fucking was utilized. And how, how good was Daniel Radcliffe at playing a dead guy? Yeah, I mean, no move. It's all in the eyes. Yeah, him keeping that dead eye. Well, he, he said they even worked on that. He was like, because I'm dead, so for my eyes to look at something, I have to fall a certain way, or he's got to drop me a certain way, and they had to like, they worked on that. 
Like they would get together and he's like, okay, you're going to drop me like this. My head's going to roll over. And I'm like, oh, what is this? He remember when he was looking at that Sports Illustrated magazine? He's like, what's this? He said he's restarting. He'll be back in a minute. So anyway, what's the last thing you heard me say? It got it got really weird. It got bad, yeah. I could tell because he was talking and it was just gone. But yeah, I was just talking about uh But it was as much comedy as was in the uh near the end man it was sad dude. it was sad dude remember when they were laying there looking up and he said you know why don't you fart around me and he was like well oh wait dude i am having an issue here let me fix this i'll tell you when it picks back up i changed the i dropped 90 something frames of a frameless frame Holy shit. Yeah. Let's see. All right, I can turn this computer off. Okay, now. <laughs> where were we? We had some technical difficulties. I broke out. Daniel Radcliffe did a judo chop on the damn computer. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, dude, is when they, right before the bear shows up, he, like, lays him down on his side, puts his hand between his legs, hits it, starts to fire. Like, yeah, right. the way he positioned him to do it. Yeah. Like he had done it a hundred times, dude. Now, how, I mean, how was he starting to fucking fire? I mean, dude, some of this I shit mean, don't, dude, hey, I'll ask you guys this. At the end of the movie, everyone's standing there watching this shit. Yeah. The body farts off into the ocean. Now, they're yeah. all seeing this. Right. What the fuck was that? I mean, I know that a body has gas in it. Yeah. But he was riding across the waves, dude, fucking cheesing. Uh, Well, I just think that that was him having this, like he took the body and just carried it back to the ocean and and dropped it it Because they were going to bury him. He's like, no, let him live. Yeah. You're not taking him to a morgue. You're not going to bury him. Yeah. Fucking Manny. Yeah. Was it Manny? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, um... I think Matt, that he just ahead, he just I think he just ran it back to the uh, to the beach, dropped it off right there, and then. Um, Do you think they, he went back looking for it after the movie? Like later, because he obviously mm. was about to go to jail, possibly a psychiatric ward. Yeah, because uh, they had footage of his damn village that he built. Yeah, which is a little <laughs> creepy. Right. That scene where they're on the bus, dude? I thought it was going to take a turn for him being legitimately crazy when he was like, oh, no, they're going to see everything, you know? Yeah. Well, the phone's what fucked everything. Yeah. The phone. No, I think that, uh, I think that, if I had to guess what happened to him. He straightened up. He grew up. Yeah, I think that him and his dad reconnected, possibly. Because his dad was sitting there like, hell yeah. Look yeah, at him I go. They, I, I think they threw him in the fucking ward. He was going to be in some trouble. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, 
I mean, is it really illegal to like live in the woods and just peer off the face of the planet, though? I mean, he wasn't just doing that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that. But He had a fucking legit uh, Milky Joe set going <laughs> on here, you know? He really did, yeah. Isolation. <laughs> um, all the things I it really is. It really is Milky Joe. It was, movie. dude. One of the one of the best scenes, guys. He's all right. Ratcliffe's on the bus. He's sitting there, and dude comes on the bus dressed up like this girl, and he's putting all these memories in his head. Yeah. And it's it's like you know, there's leaves falling, the sunlight's cutting through. Yeah. And then the scene where he's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave, man. You gotta talk to her." And he picks him up and like Woody dolls his ass down the aisle. Like, dude, that was so funny, man. How many times yeah. did you laugh? A lot. Well, I I didn't laugh as much as I like as originally intended because it's so At the same so, time it's sad. Well it's it's sad, but it's also you're trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on. I was on my second go around here. It's oddly deep, you know. So I knew the yeah. ending. Right. I had that going for me. I knew how it ended. I knew they come up, dude. How was was he carrying him at the end? No, right? No way. What do you mean? Well, at the end of the movie, he's on Manny's back. Yeah. He's like, "There's your house." Yeah. Bring me the clamps. You know, like. Well, see, well, see, this is what I thought was going to end up happening. I thought that. um that Manny was going to be the one that was alive and Paul Dano was going to be the body. Like he hung himself at the beginning and died. Uh, one of those things. Well, not that. I just thought that he was going to, uh, like they were going to do a swap. There's on a you. twist. Like, the more alive that mm-hmm. Manny gets, the, the deader that Paul Dano was getting. But and you know what I'm saying? I got, yeah. I kind of that, got that vibe too. That's actually what they said too, man. They said, that if you'll notice, when he first finds the body for a minute there, it's just a dead guy. And that's him on the inside. He's just dead. Yeah. Nobody loves him. He, you know, he's just dead. Yeah. I mean, when the movie starts, he's about to kill himself. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, so that's what that was supposed to be like. That's him. Right. And then as it goes on, as he works through everything, he, you know, and then right there when he's laying there after the bear attack, dude, fucking mom, mama's himself up. Just, you know, yeah. like, like a fucking, uh, puppet hops down there and does a little fire blast he's like you look like shit you do too <laughs> like yeah. but what uh, a crazy idea for a movie man dude yeah, if someone was... told me that like if i if they were asking me for money and they's like i want to make this movie without seeing it i'd be like dude what yeah i know what you mean on that like, but at what? the same time like I'd be so curious. Be like, I, I want to see, see that. Out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but no, it was, was it was ahead. great performances, man. I was about to say, That's how what, good was Paul Dano, dude? Yeah. It, if it if it wouldn't have been for that fantastic acting from both of them, it wouldn't have worked the way that it worked. It was so good. Yeah. It was an acting clinic. Yeah. He showed you how to play a dead guy. Oh, and. When he would put that shit down his throat, of course he didn't put it all the way in there, but that was that was really him. They didn't yeah. use a dummy for that because they had a dummy that they made to like throw him down the hill and shit. 
But they only use a dummy a little bit because Ratcliffe was so like he was like I want to do it. Right. And they went like old school effects. Like all it was mostly practical effects, a little bit of green screen. Right. The scene where he's uh going up the tree. You know, talking about it when they do the blast off and he's going up the yeah. tree. All right, that yeah. scene, he's sitting in front of a green screen, like, you know, just kind of frailing around, and they're, like, smacking his face with limbs and shit back and forth. Like, just, that's it. Right. And when you see how they filmed it, I'm like, how do they make it look like, it, I mean, how, it looks yeah. so good. Like, it looked real. Right. Those guys can make a movie. Yeah, they can. And it makes me excited to see what else these guys are going to be able to do. Really? I don't know if they'll ever top that one, though, man. It's going to be hard. It's just such a I'm, good story. and Well, it's a good story, but it's got heart. That's the yeah, biggest dude. thing. It's like, um, it's like uh, The Way, Way Back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like The reason that that movie sticks in your mind so much is because there's so much heart in that movie. Well, the person that wrote it, that probably hits home for them. And when mm-hmm. I heard the directors talking about this movie, they said, especially the like really white looking dude, He looks real awkward and like he didn't have a lot of friends in life. He's like, it wasn't that hard to write because it's, you know, like kind of lived it. Yeah. You can tell, man, like that. A lot of that came from him. Yeah. I'll show you why I say that. Just keep going. I'll show you why. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's just so much heart, dude. And it was just so, so well crafted. Acting was great. And what they were able to do with that budget was phenomenal. Three I mean, million. I, I would have guessed at least five. I would have said ten, but I, I would have banked on five. Now, it's, opening uh, weekend kind of grossed around, you know, hundred thousand. Right. I mean, I mean, this is this is it, an indie film it for sure barely made its money y'all it, it worldwide take-in was a little over four million so it made its money back it made money it made a million dollars and some change yeah but um you know now i didn't go watch it. i mean how many theaters was it in here's the here's the guy i'm talking about uh whoa yeah okay um, and when you see, yeah, and when you see him in it, that's his IMDb picture. Adam, and when that's, that's his IMDb photo, dude. And when you hear him in the interviews, you're like, okay. I and I heard it. him say that he was like, you know, I, it wasn't that hard to write because, like, you know, the whole like, I mean, this dude was like, he was fucked up. Right. He was. He's like, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't beat off because he thought about his mom when he beat off. Yeah. Well, he couldn't do that. And dude was like, oh, man, your mom wants you to be happy. Yeah. I'm going to thank your mom when I beat off. He's like, no, the shit he would say. <laughs> and the yeah. reason he said that is because that's what he thought of. Because the whole, that one time he got caught. And, yeah. But it was funny because he's like, I'm going to thank your mom when I beat off. When I masturbate. Don't say that. Yeah, that's. I was talking to Travis while you were restarting. He, uh, the scene where they're laying there looking up, and he's like, "Why don't you fart around me?" And he's like, "Well, that's you know, people don't really do that." Yeah. He's like, "Well, what else are you hiding? You're yeah. hiding that. What else are you hiding?" And then it showed all <laughs> the scenes of him farting. Yeah. And his pants flapping, like standing <laughs> there by himself. Uh. And um, 
at the end of the movie, dude. He he was able he farted in front of everyone and claimed it. Yeah. He we got living. a changed man. Yeah. That was your sign right there. It was like he's changed. He's gonna be all right. Yeah. He stopped caring about the girl. He got over her. Yeah. Which is what he needed to do. That's what he needed. We all need a dead I, guy. I don't know if I can get over her though. Jesus Christ. Was she, was she pretty? I mean, she was a lot prettier in the picture than she later. You could tell it was sometime down the road. She didn't have a couple of kids, you know. Yeah. Old saddlebags, no, you know. She was the chick in. Uh, she looked familiar. She was in Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's her. Yeah. Those she was eyes. in Live Free anyway. or Die Hard. Yeah. She was in Smashed. <laughs> What's up? You know. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, she was in uh, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. She was that, a chick. She, okay. I remember from uh, Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a anyway. pull, dude. Anyway. Oh, let's talk about her. No. <laughs> let's start a podcast for her. She was also in Death Proof, guys. She played Lee. Yeah. Big and deep. Uh, yeah. Talk <sighs> fucking Lee. Um, anyway. I met a girl named Lee. Alright. But yeah. Dude. Oh. Everybody, if you're a movie lover. Yeah. You should watch this movie. Right? Definitely. Of course, yeah. There's a lot to gain from watching that. Hey, did y'all like it more than you thought you would? Um, well, I knew I was going to like it because both of them were in it. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting to get that much out of it. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like... Dick and fart this... jokes. Well, I, th- no. I just thought it was going to be some goofy independent film where it's this guy running around in the woods having a good time, and which is what it was. But there's layers. You know what I'm saying? There's so much it's more like going onion, on. like an onion, dude. Yeah. When you get to the core, you're like... You're crying. <laughs> yeah. That right. scene where they're dancing. So. Yeah. I love that scene. And they're like, hey, that smile, that half-assed smile, because the other side of his face was dead. <laughs> right. They're sitting there drinking. They almost kiss. Yeah. They almost kissed the dead guy, y'all. It got it got real uncomfortable right. for a second. One of the first cringe moments was when um, he wakes up as a raccoon chases like, it I, i'm going to eat he said you. i'm gonna eat you and he chased it out and he kicked his water cup over he'd been all oh, that water yeah. dude i was like no the cup okay how you gonna eat the f- you ain't got no tools you yeah. ain't even have a fire dude at this point like he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna eat it raw man. man but he didn't know he could do that yet that was later yeah that's true that was when he had his hands together and it started a fire that was on the uh on the bus yeah but um, cause he he had some ashy ass, fucking calloused ass dead hands. Yeah, dead I hands. would think he'd be a little pruny at this point, but whatever. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. But he runs out, kicks a cup over. He comes back in, and he's like, "All right, I'm leaving." And it's almost like every time he was gonna leave the body, the body would do something to make him stay. Yeah. So it started spraying water out of its mouth. Oh my god! And Did he picks this cup, nah, dude. That, that was fucking gross. How good, dude, water that has... Well, remember when the way he, like, cuddled up with him was holding him. Yeah. He laid his head back, and that water was just dripping. Yeah. In his mouth. So it filled him up, I guess, right? 
I don't fucking know. Not that do. much. Uh, that's yeah. one hell of a drip. But he pushes on him, fills the cup up, drinks it. He's like, oh, it's delicious. He just keeps going. Like They actually talked about that in the interview, and he, he even said that was gross just because there was a hose in his mouth, and it was spraying out, and he was drinking the water that was coming out of Daniel Radcliffe's mouth, and he was like, it was gross. I mean, it's Harry Potter, though, so yeah. I get it. <laughs> he didn't try none of that he should have been like fucking you know Guardiola ravioli and just fucking yeah, yeah. Ravioli. starts finding all this shit in the woods and he's like people throw away all this stuff you know cause they don't want it anymore he's like well am I trash He's like, just all this shit not. yeah and him like he's like he started doing the uh Oh man, the dinosaur movie, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park yeah. He starts doing the theme. He's like, "You're doing Jurassic Park." And he's like, "What's Jurassic Park?" He had oh, so man. many questions, man. When, when they were, when they kept the first time they start going through the woods and they find like I can't remember what that what it was, but they start doing that. Yeah. They fucking sing it. That's fucking great. There was a uh, and where that came from, I can't remember the name to save my life, but. Those guys did a music video for this acapella group. Right. And and they got in touch with them and told them what they were doing and explained, like, they're in the woods. We want to use, like, what a great way to do a film score. Yeah, that right? was really cool. Yeah. How creative was that? I've yeah. never You've never seen that before where it's just like, this is the film score and it's just them. They worked in, it, they brought Cotton Eye Joe back, dude. But it was, it was, a, it was a sad-ass Cotton It was sad-as-fuck yeah. Cotton Eye Joe, but... Um, um, they got in touch with the guys and they wrote all the songs for it. And that that opening song you hear, the one that plays in the credits, that's the group. That and that um, was awesome. The one I when really liked walking. when he started walking towards the water. Yeah. And he would do a line and then it would loop. Yeah. He would do another one and it would loop. And then it, it just got bigger and bigger. And the next thing you know, he's like, "Wait, no!" And he's riding this motherfucker. Like a yeah, and that was real, y'all. That was really Daniel Radcliffe laying on a boogie board, and no he was shit. on his back. Yeah, they didn't use the dummy because Daniel Radcliffe, he was real big on let me do everything I can do because it looks right. better, and it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. It looked really good. He pulled his dude. He was riding him, and he's like, need a little more speed. Pulled his pants down, like <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> on a boogie board attached to a boat, and they had a hose that they run up through his pants and out the back to make all the like water and the air come out. Like really? Yeah. Practical effects. And it looked better. Try to CGI that in dude. You'd be like, those are CGI bubbles. Yeah, for real. That was so, that lets you know right there when that happens, you're like, okay, this is the kind of movie we're in store for. That That's what pulls you in right there. Yeah, they lay it out right in the first, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, all right. I mean... Because I was, I was expecting him to be stuck on the island, and then he figures out that he can fucking shimmy his way across the water, and that was going to be the finale of it. Like, mm-hmm. he's riding back home. But, yeah, it was uh, it was badass, though. I laughed so hard. Yeah. But, see, I knew the ending. Right. I wasn't trying to figure it out, because I already knew how it ended. Yeah. But I was trying to piece together other shit. Right. Picking I recommend watching clues. the movie again. 
it, oh, it's, it's worth watching know. again, guys. Once you know what happens, yeah, it's worth because the whole time you're like, "Where's this going? Yeah, what's, what are we doing here? What's happening?" But it, once you know what happens, you can really like just sit there and like take it in and be like, "Okay." Swiss Army man. Yeah, I mean, I I loved it. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it the full star treatment. Full star. I thought it was fucking amazing. It full was. Star. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say. I mean, just you just need it's to. It's hard to explain this movie. Yeah, you just it have really to experience. Is. Heart. That's how you explain it. A lot of heart. They took a small crew, they go out into the woods, and they came out with this. Just what they had, dude. They had, like, maybe ten people. Yeah. Maybe. And a couple of a couple of good actors. Yeah. That's all you need, though. Some good actors and a fucking camera. And gold hat. I've always liked Paul Dano. Yeah, right. The guy that was interviewing him. When they this was after Sun, this was before the movie premiere. This was an AOL interview because he knew as soon as he opened it up for the Q and A, he's like, "I know we got a lot of Harry Potter fans out here, yeah, but I just want to bring up there will be blood." Oh shit! And Paul Dano was like, "Thank you. Don't toy with me, Daniel." (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the guy did? No, that would have been amazing. Don't toy with Daniel. You right. still haven't seen that. No. It's on my list. It should be. It's on my list. It's long, watch. though, man. I will say, you know, talked about it with Trav before. It's fucking, it's a long movie, man. And there's a lot, of, dude, there's a lot of scenes where, shit, man, they might say like two or three words. I mean, I'm down with it, It's though. just shots. I like some, uh, I like long movies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'll give it a star. Yeah. What now? (laughs) Farting out his ass. What now? (laughs) What now? But I give it a star. What you got, Trav? Yeah, what you got, Trav? I give it a star, man. It's it it's I I feel like it's got a quality that, that makes it endearing and that like over time, you know, as people slowly watch it, and with it being on Netflix and stuff, man, I feel like it's going to slowly make... I feel like it can be a cult film. Yeah. It's got, I feel like it's got that potential. I don't know if y'all knew this, but when it first hit the film festivals, because it's that kind of movie, um, there was some backlash. Like, people got up and walked out as soon as all the farting started happening. Really? Yeah, they did, man. But they didn't stick around, dude. Dude, I was already going to recommend that. They didn't stick around. No, nah, dude. But all they had to well, they still they started farting and shit, and people were like, "How absurd!" You know, they just like they're so rude. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, and they didn't stick around to like, dude. The first fart makes you laugh. The last fart makes you cry. Like, that's true. Um, on IMDb, this is a seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes is seventy one. Rotten Tomatoes usually pretty hard on movies. Yeah. Uh, Google users eighty seven percent. I can see that. I would say as high as 90. Yeah. What I think it should be. 
Well, and people see it out and watch it for what it actually is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the people that got up and walked out obviously have no interest in fucking, you know. Radcliffe tried to make excuses for him. He's like, look, these people coming to these film festivals, they got to watch like a hundred movies in a week. So they sat down, they start one. Nope, not interested. Yeah, but fuck them. Man, if they would have stuck around, Mm -hmm. they would have been like, five stars, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Five stars. And I would like to comment on the time. This yeah, movie hour was and one hour and 37 minutes long. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, perfect. No more, no less. It was perfect, man. There was no yeah. chuffa. No. Like, shit, the ball was rolling every scene. Just, they did well with their time. There was some cut scenes. Of course. Because if you look at the trailer for the, a couple of the trailers for the movie, there's this one scene where he's Paul Dano has Daniel Radcliffe strapped to him and he's wearing an mm-hmm. army hat and they're doing this like gun thing and they're doing some army shit and that's not in the movie. Right. You never see that in the movie, but but they did good with the time they had and they kept it, you know, short enough to where it's like, okay. Yeah. Digestible. Mm-hmm. Real estate yeah, gives yeah. it five stars. I mean yeah. three stars across the board. Do we give it three Swiss Army Man? I was about. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Swiss Army Knife, but I give it a Swiss Army Man. Man, it's too good not to. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't good, and if somebody's listening to this, go watch it. It's on Netflix. I know you got Netflix. Yeah, who don't? Lover. Um, if you don't, there's other places you can watch it on YouTube for like three bucks. So yeah, it's worth it. Worth it going. What's funny, man, is I knew we were going to do a short film, and this was going to be the one that I recommended. As soon as I saw you post it, I I was already going to be like, we should do that one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested in watching this again. What, do y'all want to do it now? Yeah, I I do. Let's go ahead and do it, (laughs) then we'll get to whatever we got. We don't have a lot of trailers. Yeah. There's a little bit of movie news out there, but I've watched a couple more of these since the last pod. I watched the one where the guy was uh in prison. Mm-hmm. And they did the new um uh this new uh sentence for him. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that I haven't one? I've seen that one. Dude, it's called the disappearance of something. And like the sentence is, is like this guy uh, raped and murdered this uh, man's wife. Mm -hmm. And the punishment is um, the um, victim's family gets to um, have pieces of the man surgically removed. Okay. And it's one of them. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if I'm in that situation. Yeah. The dick's the first thing coming up. And yeah. balls. That's one package there. That's and they do it over time. Like Oh, dude, so they take it, let him heal up, make sure he doesn't yeah. die, take another piece. Oh, yeah. oh man, he, he that's torture. He basically lives in the hospital. And um but yeah, that's what they do. They uh 
first they took his uh, his right hand off. And then he has to go, part of his punishment was to go around to all these schools uh, and the problem kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. He has to be like, you know, scare them straight scare or straight, whatever. Straight, yeah. Yeah. And like, then they took his uh, left arm and his right leg. And then they took his dick. And then they took his nose and then his ears and then his fucking, like, they just kept going. I mean, it I was fucking nuts. Did you yeah. watch the one about the. The gamers, the VR no, gamers. I no, I haven't watched. Saw that the one screenshot yet. though, right? The one the thumbnail yeah. for it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, because they're like hooked on it, dude. It's like dope. Right. I like living one. in this world. Like. Oh really? Yeah. One of them that I watched was um, this man and woman having dinner, and she has uh, they're on a first date, and she was like dropping hints that she wanted to be raped. And, so he um, raped her. No, she had a contract, and it it gets real weird. Well, it gets real uncomfortable. It's good tension, but every but yeah. every short film I've seen is good. Yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. seen a bad one. No, I haven't seen a bad one either. They're all good. But I'm excited about watching this one. This one's so fucking good. It really is, man. Like out of all of them I've seen, it's it's like a it's one of the top for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's pull it up and watch it. Now let me ask you guys this: Should I play it on the pod? Absolutely. I, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna I'm gonna screen like screen to it. Yeah, absolutely. And if we get flagged, I'll just go in and remove it later. No yeah. big deal. Well, let's do. No, it. I think we should show it because, I mean, it's already on YouTube. We're citing our fucking sources. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're we're a movie podcast, and we're just yeah. we're not we're not making any money here. We're spreading the word. And this this word is worth spreading. Is everybody got yeah. it pulled up? Trav, you got it? Yep. I'm ready. You ready? Oh yeah. I'm doing the countdown. Three, two, one, play. All right, here we go. Shit, I'm going full screen. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I'm there. Matt. Shane! What are you doing here? Well, Bridget would have been upset if I had come to your house, so. Man, I'm not complaining. I just figured you'd be in space or building a hover car or something. Golly, it's been like... Four years, three months, 21 days. Wow. Hey, Matt. The usual? Yes, ma'am. This right here is my brother, Shane. Shane, this is Robin. Robin, your favorite waitress at the downtown diner. I'll take an apple juice, lots of ice. Don't worry about the spill. Black coffee, apple juice, plenty of ice. Still sticking to apple juice, huh? You know, it's funny, every time I pack... Katie's lunch, she always asks for a juice box. I guess she takes after her uncle. You have somehow gotten more awkward. Go to ESPN. Live stream. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Roberto Firmino will Stop score wait, 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 off a corner. Wait, let, me, let me get there first. Now what? Roberto Firmino scores off a corner. Now. Wow. I cannot believe the Mustang High Mathlete captain just told me to watch the sport. Math got me a full ride to MIT. 
What did playing with a ball get you? Laid. Notice he put the phone in a certain spot. One black coffee and sorry. There it is. Did it on purpose. Gosh. I'm due for an upgrade anyway. I will get you another apple juice. No need. We're not gonna be here long enough. How did you know Firmino was gonna score that goal? I'll show you. Let's go. Let's wait till we get our breakfast first. I'm a much better listener when I have my bacon. What's that? Timer. We need to leave right now. Pay the waitress. Left pocket. Okay, guess I'll call in sick. This afternoon, a fire breaks out in the forest by Pines Road. Oh, where Dad and I used to force you to come camping exactly. with us. Exactly. 18 people There's died. the dog, man. There and stop it before it starts. Yeah. There's the dog. The Get some trucks up there. No, when There's we did the that, woman. they turn up and they leave because the fire hasn't happened yet. The dog's gone now. So you're like a time-traveling Smokey the Bear? It's actually a time loop. I discovered that if I manipulate the cosmic string phases by 3.87... What? I can repeat time. I don't have the energy yet to go any further back past today, and I have to reset the loop by sunset or I'm stuck in the present. But... So it's kind of like Groundhog Day. Yeah, kind of. Are you coming? Your battery's dead. I run an SUV for us to use. My battery is not dead. Yes, it is. I'm still driving. Mm-hmm. Okay, take Jefferson out towards Margarita. 49 is way faster. It's going to be an accident. Loose tire. Fuck, like everything's working take against the next them. left, skip Kings. Water main broke, flooded the street. Okay. He's been in this loop a long time. A long apparently. time. Excuse me, sir. You want, you want your windows washed? Oh, no, man, we're good. Trying to get us killed? I'll explain when we fix the flat. What? Dude, what is going on? In 0.25 miles, there'll be uh, an underpass by the railroad track. Park next to the track. Shane, man, you are freaking me out, dude. How did you know the tire was gonna blow? The, 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 I told the, the you, battery motherfucker. For me, no scores that goal. What, what is? What is going on? So it happened before. She's a tire. Right. Time loop. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Why does it seem like the entire world is against us since we left that diner? Because it is. Time is a scientist. We're just rats stuck in her maze. She doesn't want us to get to the exit, so she keeps adding more walls, more traps. It's very progressive pronoun use. Thank you. Look. A hundred things will go wrong to make sure we don't get to this fire. I have relived this day again, and again, and again, and I still haven't been able to get to the fire with you. So we've had this conversation before? Oh, yeah. All right, then what am I going to say next? Trick question, I'm I'm not not going to say say anything. anything. (laughs) It's sad, man. Thanks for the help. Welcome. Hey, you remember that time you helped me run for class president? Tried to hack the school computer system and rig the election for me? Tried? You were elected 8th grade president, as I recall. I was running for 6th grade president. Really? <laughs> Dude, you don't remember that? He called us into Principal Bedford's office. Better wrap that he down. He couldn't believe that you had memorized 400 lines of code and forgot your own brother's age. We gotta go, finish that up. 
Okay. 28. It's a good shot. Yeah. He's trying to see what's on the pad. He looked in the window. I'm gonna put on some music. No. Nope. Let's keep the radio off. Who needs music when you have random beeping? I've calibrated it to go off at key moments to keep us on schedule. If we don't meet the deadlines, all right, Sheldon. Bad things happen. What about the clicking? Is that part of the? What have you been up to the last four years, buddy? When you're with me, we never made it past the road. Trying to before. fucking do this shit. Oh, me? Oh, well, beat the police in the annual softball game. Uh, Katie had a bouncing castle at the birthday party. That was a whole lot of fun. Dude, honestly, there's, uh, I got some big news. Uh, We're here. Pull over here. Pull over. Stop here. You want me to gun it to see if we can break through this barricade? No, when we did that, the car flips and you're decapitated. Seriously? Yeah. I am. Hmm. Uh. I need to turn back. Sinkhole up here. Took out the whole damn road. Okay, I'm going to talk to him. No, see you can. We tried that. What do you think we should do? We got a new page. I'm gonna try something new. Did you hear what I said? The road closed. I thought he was gonna kill him. Yeah. I saw the poster for your missing dog. First time I hey, watched what? this. I actually found him. Jasper. My, my, my dog, is he okay? Yeah, he's tied up in front of the downtown diner. I set up food and water, which should prevent discomfort until you retrieve him. Okay. But how do you even... No way, it doesn't even matter, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, I need you to cover for me at Pines Road. Hey, you know how Jasper went missing today? Yeah, some guy found him. Better take a lot of time to find that dog. Eh, not really. I took him from his backyard this morning. Okay, we're on foot from here. He's back. All right. You ready to save the world? <laughs> you want to time travel back? Try that again? No. Let's go. Come on. Pick it up. Pick it up. We're here. This is it. Hey, sorry about this. No fires today. Y'all shouldn't be out here by yourselves anyway. You have some Sorry. weirdo come up to you. We well, don't have to run up with whatever. We did it. We did it. I'm glad you're here. You know, this isn't really a fire that would have gotten out of control, though. There's a good perimeter, and there's a lot of... What's oh, that? Oh, shit. Picture. Never made it this far before. Five alarm fire broke out downtown, six blocks from the diner. 
Why'd you bring me out here? When you stay downtown, you die. We tried to stop the fire hundreds of times. We stop the electrical fire, and then an oven fire breaks out in the kitchen. We stop the kitchen fire, then three teenagers forget to put a cigarette out next door. Fire always happens. You always die. I always live. Even when you manage to rescue a few people, you never make it out. So, I started looking for another exit to the maze, away from the fire. I spent days searching for locations. I calibrated what would be the shortest safe distance away, and then it hit me. Here, so we used to go camping with Dad. Firemen don't run from fires. Something always happened. It brought you back to the fire or killed you on your way out of town. This time, we, I saved you this time. I don't need you to save me, Shane. Why do you even care? You've talked to me like twice since Dad died. Yeah, but look, if I could create a time loop that goes back to when... I don't care about time loops, Shane! If you don't... If you don't care, why did you come? Because I wanted to spend time with my brother. Give me the key, Shane. No, I can't do that. Give me the key, Shane! People are dying! No, 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 no. Matt? Fire Station 3 downtown. If you're a firefighter, you need to get your asses back out in town, man. If there's a fire out there, not back here. I found the dog. Super on some music. Leave the fire downtown to spread to a second building. Firefighters are just arriving at the scene. We gotta go back. No radio. Oh, no, no, no. We gotta go. Nope. Hey, we need you back at the station. Like, now. Fire downtown. All right, I'm coming. How about you give me all your fucking money? There's going to be a fire downtown. We can stop it. You bring every fire truck you can get. Okay, it's just us, no fire trucks. You go in through the front. I'm going in through the front. Okay, look, I've timed this out. If we don't leave right now, you die. Don't go for the hose. What are you not going to do? Go for the hose. How is it already? It should be working. Fine, I can pick up food on the way back. 380. 380 times. Shane! What are you doing here? I can't check up on my brother. Oh, wow. I'm complaining. I just figured you'd be in space or building a hover car or something. 
Golly, it's been like four years, three months, 21 days. Hey, Matt, the usual? Yes, ma'am. This right here is my brother, Shane. Shane, this is Robin, the best waitress at the downtown diner. Can I get you anything? I will take an apple juice, extra ice. Black coffee, apple juice, plenty of ice. Don't stick an apple juice, huh? You know, it's funny, every time I uh, pack Katie's lunch, she always asks for a juice box. I think she takes after her uncle a little bit. Does she still eat Cocoa Puffs? Lucky Charms? Uh, better, actually. She eats chocolate Lucky Charms. <laughs> I didn't even know those existed. Well, they do, and we have family-sized boxes by the dozen. <laughs> it's amazing. What's that? This is... Nothing. Hey, have you got time to stay for breakfast? I mean, shit. Can't make it out of the maze. That was, that was great. It was good, right? right? That was great. <clears throat> that channel's full of them, dude. Yeah. Oh, just... You name it. Because the, what, yeah, the next a... step would have been get his pager. Somehow get his pager. Do it again. Up. Oh, right, fucking... Too. They took uh, they took the the idea, the classic uh, problem with time travel, uh, or at least you know it was brought up in the old book, Time Machine, man. Like when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, three hundred and eighty different times. If fate decides, if if, you know, fate says you have to die, then apparently, good luck. God's with you. No, this was great. It it was it was a smart idea that it was just a short. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was completely fleshed out, smart. Um, I mean, it it was great. I couldn't have seen them doing it any differently. The actors did a great job. Yeah, I believed them for a low budget. But I like how the answers of all of it was, you know, don't worry about the time. Spend time with those you care about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody's replayed that scenario in their head before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's one of the, it's amazing how they, they took something that everybody thinks about put a sci-fi twist on it and gave it so much meaning. You know what I mean? It's fantastic, man. We've all could... been there where you like, you wish you had a time machine so you could go back and save someone. Yeah. But like you can't. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you just want to spend more time with them, you know? Oh, it's awesome. It's a, uh, Found it on IMDb, short sci-fi thriller, 15 minutes, 2017. It's got a 7.8 on IMDb. That's great. That Did it win great. any awards? I don't see that on here. Uh, the guy that wrote it, directed it, and was the producer, the only thing he had was a cinematographer. He did everything else. Right. Um, 
which the cinematography was great. Yeah, that well, scene where they're coming down the road. Yeah. All of it, but I like that shot when they drive by and the leaves. Yeah. You know, they put those leaves there just so it would blow them out. Like, right. Did you see that coming, Travis? What? When you, well, I've seen it before, so I knew it was coming, but when you're watching it, I mean, did you did you know like you you have no idea? It's like oh, there's a struggle. He's dead. All right, oh, fuck so, it. Well, so, well, I mean, by 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 the time it got there, I figured something was, like he was still gonna. I knew he was still gonna die. Like just not, you know. Yeah. So they gave him, you know, they made, you know, they brought up the whole idea, like, you know, you've made it, you know, we haven't ever made it past the barricade. So never so it's made like, it that far. So he didn't know what was going to happen. They give you the flash of hope and let you be just as, you know, makes the main guy be just as clueless as you are. But it's like, eh, they've made a point to, you know, they even pointed it out. They were like, time's working against you since we left the diner. Yeah. I did uh, find this. The uh, director, writer, creator has a Vimeo page. So, oh, really? Yeah, and he doesn't have a YouTube because, you know, but he's got yeah. a page with other. I think that's his only. Yeah, dude. He's got a teaser up for something. But that's his. Oh, he did, dude. Tribeca Film Festival. Oh, Official he did. selection. He got something. Uh, short of the wild. week by whatever that is. I don't know what that. <laughs> by that fucking yeah, flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Whoa. Weird. Look. Are you seeing the page? Yeah. I'm Check that haircut out. out. Like. I mean, he's got it going on. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, I guess. <laughs> um. I'm. I'm pretty sure he directed and wrote, and he was the editor. Um. Uh, it's just that just goes to show you what you can do, dude. Look at that movie. Or short film. No budget. No. Those actors were in that. I guarantee you they worked for nothing. Just to get something. Like, let me, you know, get a little something in my portfolio. What's sad is he's from Santa Monica, California. He's got six videos. He's only got 20 followers. Right. Well, this is what it says right here. I'm currently working on my next short and developing a feature. You can find... Some of my recent editing on Netflix, Last Chance You, and MTV's oh. The Challenge. Oh, so he's he's already he's in the system. Yeah, he's got. He's yeah, just, he's an editor. He's he's just working. The, the editing was good. Yeah, it was really good. <clears throat> I watch a movie that this guy does. Oh, for sure, man. But this it's is kind of like. Well, it's kind of like um, Ryan Connolly, you know. Yeah, he's Film made stage. a shit. Yeah, he's made a shitload of shorts. Have y'all checked him out recently? I went um, a few weeks ago. I was like, "What's fucking film ride up to?" Nah, I and they're still him, doing man. it, man. Same thing, same formula, same format. Like fucking right. Still making videos, and I went, and the latest one was him. He's sitting there talking, you know, like. Yeah. I just like that guy. Yeah, he's he's really. And I hate. I think they got rid of Film State because of the whole monetization thing. Yeah. And like they can't make money doing it, so they're not gonna waste their time. Right. Because you know they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. But I, mean, I really enjoyed awesome. Film State. Yeah, that was that was my shit too. And you know we kind of 
kind of took from them, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, real you know, estate, film estate. That's exactly where that came from. Yeah. Because we used to it come on like what every Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And we would watch Tuesday. And we would watch it and then get online and be like, dude. Did you watch fucking film, film state? Because no, they would have everything cool. and just yeah, news, trailers. It's only nine fifteen for y'all, man. You want to put another one in? You want to uh, do another one and then move on? I mean, let's let's do the one with fucking um, pull it up, man. With fucking Nick Offerman. I'm gonna it. rate that. Have you seen that? Travis hasn't seen it yet. Travis, I'm gonna rate that a star. I'm gonna give it a star. That's a short film that uh, deserves a star. I'll give it a star as well. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Should we go with the Nick Offerman or should we go with the fucking They Live? The, have you seen the They Live? I have, yeah. You watched it? Yeah. The Nick Offerman one's kind of short. Do you yeah, want to go with the They Live? or, or It's up to you. They're this both one's good. Nine minutes. We'll, yeah. we'll do this one and we'll right. do the... We'll eventually watch it. Oh, yeah, because it's good. This I one's funny. Watch, I want to watch the one uh, about the the thing that lands the giant. on Earth. Oh, my God. Yeah, it pulled it up on my... Yeah. Ready when you are. I didn't know what I was getting when I watched that. Hell no. And I didn't get what I thought I was getting. <laughs> right. Are y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. This shit's fucking funny. Hilarious. Said the oldest, whatever his name is, boy. Check this back lot out. I know, right? Same set they used on fucking Django. Every movie ever? Yeah. Speaking of Django, I got something we can watch. The weary gunfighter walked slowly through the saloon. The long miles from Cheyenne had taken their toll. I know you know that voice, Trav. He scanned the room with a suspicious eye. Years of being on the wrong side of the law had taught him that a tough man can get out of a situation, but a smart man never gets himself into one. Please quit doing that. I just want to have a shot of whiskey and peace. <laughs> but the gunfighter would find no peace, for the Henderson boys were waiting in the corner to kill him for the $200 bounty on his head. <laughs> is that true? You boys trying to kill me like this voice is saying? I love that echo. Uh, they captured the room. No. Yeah. Lied the oldest Henderson boy. How do you know I'm lying? The oldest Henderson boy asked the heir. No, I didn't ask the heir. I'm asking you, you fucking... Voice. Voice. Said the <laughs> oldest Henderson boy. Would you please stop saying said the oldest Henderson boy? Implored Tommy. The oldest Henderson boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the younger Henderson's hand twitched by the Colt peacemaker on his right hip. He was thinking of shouting, look out behind you, to trick the gunfighter into turning around so he could shoot him in the back. No, I was not. Come on, Johnny. Again with the look behind you. What were you going to say was behind him this time? Uh, bear. Johnny lied. He was going to say a bear. Oh, come on. Bear, Johnny? In a saloon? Johnny's face turned red. He began wishing he was in a safe place. At home. In bed. 
with his dolls. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, I ain't got no dolls. To calm his nerves, he pictured himself combing his dolls' hair and pouring them each a cup of tea. No! Wait, wait, wait. You have tea parties with your dolls. But something about the younger Henderson's vulnerability opened a door in the gunfighter's heart. Nope. No, it didn't. Inside, a sea of confusing emotions bubbled to the surface. He started imagining himself holding the younger Henderson and stroking his greasy hair. No! He pictured his first kiss with the younger Henderson. No, that... They both giggle at how clumsy it was. They know the next one will be even better. I'm seriously not picturing that! But inside, he was. No, I'm not! But he was. No, I'm not! And that's the final word. But he was. God damn it! <laughs> why don't you two go get a room? Hey, why should we trust this voice anyway? Just then, the gunfighter had an idea. Hey, you. Me? Think of a number between one and a hundred, and then we'll see if this voice really knows what we're thinking. Okay, got it. Sally the whore began thinking of her favorite <laughs> number, which was 32. She then thought of her lady parts and how itchy they were before deciding to change her, <laughs> her mind face. and go with She really 76, thought of it. Her second favorite number. The voice is right! 32 is my favorite number. But then I changed my mind and I went with 76. And your cooch? It's been itching something horrible since Saturday, Bill. You know anything about that? Oh. This guy, man. <laughs> he did. He looks like that dude but from we'll the league. in a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> that voice really does know everything. The gunfighter noticed I recognize for the first the time dude. that the bartender yeah. was black. This was still unusual in the West. I like how they all the shake their head. Like... decided he was okay with it. Um, thanks. The people in the town prided them, themselves proud for their progressive attitudes about race. That's right. But would they still feel that way if they knew that Sam had been sleeping with Ned Schilling's wife? What? <laughs> Relax, Ned. All right, I mean... Everyone has been with her. Guilty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Elijah Jessup's sister. Well, Sam has that. Watch yourself, Jessup. You best put that gun down. Or I'll cut you in half. <laughs> Seems kind of ominous, don't it? Ominous. What's that mean? What's that mean? You know, like- <laughs> Something bad's about to happen, like a, like a needless gunfight. The stage was set for an awesome ballet of death. Blood would be spilled, but who would be the first? Wait to- a second, ballet of death? What the hell? I think this voice wants us to kill each other. Meanwhile, the gunfighter saw his opening to shoot Tommy dead. No, 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 wait. That, that one really is a lie, see? My hand's nowhere near my gun. Okay, you got me. That one wasn't true. But this one is. <laughs> Yesterday, Tommy Henderson made sweet love to Bill Jessup's wife. No! You made sweet love to our mama? <laughs> Here's the thing about that. <laughs> oh, you're dead, Henderson. Said Gabriel, who had recently delivered a load of cream to the back porch of his brother's wife. He did her in the butt. What? <laughs> you, your own brother. Yet even as Bill reacted with disgust, the irony was not Wait lost a minute. On him. No, I see. 
oh, where are you going with this? And I'm just going to retract my disgust right now, if that's possible. For he had been regularly <laughs> sneaking into Paul Valentine's barn. Okay, you know, we're good. We're good here. I think we should just move on. Where he'd been having sex with Paul's favorite sheep, Martha. Oh, boy. Martha, Bill? Martha? That is why I've been so itchy. Uh, you know what? We all just need to take a deep breath here. We're playing right into the voice's hand. Right, sure, there's been a surprising amount of infidelity in this town. And <laughs> a surprising amount. Probably stop. <laughs> and I might be gay, but if we start shooting, the voice wins. I think the voice is giving us an opportunity. In a world where our deepest, darkest secrets are unveiled one by one, maybe we'll stop doing the things we're ashamed of and start to embrace the things about ourselves we're afraid to accept. Hell, this could be the beginning of a new utopia. A society based on fairness and tolerance where it don't matter if you're rich or poor or, or a woman. Well, let's not get carried away. But <laughs> the point is, is that the voice is showing us the worst side of ourselves and we need to show it our best. Now, who's with me? It was a good speech, and things might have turned out differently if the crowd never found out that the gunfighter had just last night shot and killed the youngest son of John McCullers because he, quote, had some breath that smelled like the ass, ass of a China man. <laughs> you must be Mr. McCullers. You must be Mr. McCullers. Oh, oh. Nope. It was a true ballet of death. It was. <laughs> when the gruesome bloodbath was over, not a single person was left standing. Except for Sally, the itchy whore. You! <laughs> who celebrated by scratching her front porch. Ooh. Little did she know she would be mauled to death by a rabid wolf the very next day. Well, fuck. Hilarious. Yeah. If only Nick Offerman had done a million ways to die in the West. That would have been so much better. That voice, man. I could listen to him read a thousand fucking books. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> he said... I just see where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd I like to retract my disgust. <laughs> <laughs> There's an awful lot of infidelity in this town. They, this, the town prided themselves on their progressiveness, you know? And they were all like, yeah, we do. Like, <laughs> it's a fucking good idea, though, you know? I give it a star. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. That's the uh, first one that I watched. That one. Yeah, that was the first one I watched as well. And now I remember. You remember when I brought it up, we had been to this channel before. Uh, a year or so ago, maybe longer, there was this uh, short film of uh, a voiceover actor. Yeah. And they kept telling him to do it like... They kept telling him to change it. Oh, it wasn't good enough. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. He like freaks out. Yeah. I found that on there and I was like, oh yeah, I saw that back when it, cause it was like trending or something. It went viral. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's the I, one. I saw that one pop up as well. I'm yeah. Like, that looks fucking familiar as shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, we saw that, dude, back in the day. Yeah. Fucking. That, that channel, I'm glad something like that exists. Yeah. I mean. That's what YouTube was made for. Well, it seems yeah. like such a great outlet. And, you know, sometimes the best the best type of uh, features don't always have to be full length, you know? No, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, and like Adam said, it just shows you what you're able to do with a little bit of money and a good script. Yeah. Or, or no money and a good maybe, script. Maybe you know a couple. I mean? Well, they were on some kind of back lot. Yeah. Which, you know, they probably just rented for. I mean, it didn't take long to shoot that. No. And you could tell by the way the audio was recorded, there was just a room mic and it picked yeah. up the echo of the room and everything, which I like. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like it was real. Yeah. And you just got and then they got Nick Offerman. Which he probably is, did that uh, shit for free, dude. Yeah, he probably read it and was like, "This is I'll fucking do it. great. This is yeah. fucking hilarious." Because when you're in that position, you're like, yeah. "I'm look, I'm loaded. I, I'll, I'm in." I would do that. Oh yeah, for sure. Something came along, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm down." Yeah. Just because it's good. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna keep watching them though. I mean, because most of them are between five and um five and twenty minutes, so you can knock one out or a couple oh, of them no. out and, and a go. You know, several. Yeah. You can just sit down, pull it up. That's what just I like, like about. It. I go on there, I get a few of them in. Yeah. And I so haven't seen uh, a bad one. No, I haven't either. Even the one with the rape contract. I mean, it was different enough. I haven't seen that one yet, but... Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't get real fucked up or anything, but it's just, uh... It's just, it was good acting. And and the it was kind of tenseful. Like, very tense, you know what I mean? Suspenseful a little bit. Because you don't know, like, she's, you know, it's a contract for 24 hours. You can come over to the to my house and break in and all this shit. And he's like, he's a lawyer. So he's like, you got to put a, a clause in there for this and a clause in there. For, like there a like, safe word. Yeah. And he's, and she's, she says that and he's like, well, what if you're uh, gagged? Like, how are you supposed to? And she's like, well, I can, you know, tap my fingers or something. He's like, well, what if you're bound, you know? And she's like, well, you know, stuff I didn't really think about. He's like, well, think about it. Yeah, because, like... I'm you know, down. Yeah. But, yeah. Good channel. I mean, I'm I'm excited to start watching them on the pod, for real. Yeah. And we could, oh, do, yeah. we could do a couple a week. Yeah. They're I short, mean, man. Yeah. They're short, but they're good. They're good. Let's so, go. uh... Has there been any fucking movie news? Joker came out. Joker came out, and Joker made almost a hundred million. It showed up and Open showed week. out. It showed up and showed out. Yeah. Beat some records for October. I can't Good wait to them. see it. Yeah, I wish I had the money to go watch it. Yeah. Fucking. I feel like I'll wait. We'll, we'll wait till it comes out. We'll be that long. Yeah. We'll do it on the pod. 
I'm sure Wait, that it'll be. Travis, did you say you were gonna go what? No, he was talking about watching Star Wars. Oh yeah, I'm going to see that for sure. I gotta see how they end this shit. That's a theater movie there. Yeah. That way you don't watch it when it comes out. You're like, damn, I wish I would have watched that in the theater. Yeah. I did that with fucking uh, Spider Man. Oh, I knew you saw I was it gonna, and was like, damn. I knew I was going to feel that way about it. I just didn't have the money. You know, it sucks being fucking broke. Man, I like going to the theater, but I like watching movies at home. Yeah. I really like it. So. I'm I'm not caught up in that anymore. I'm just like if I could just I wish I could see it sooner. Yeah. The wait. I feel like we all feel like the bag was a good idea. No. <laughs> Look, the day that it leaves the theater, it should be available on streaming services. Right. It should yeah. be widely available. What is this wait? Why do they make people wait so long? Like what is that? They're fucking stupid, man. Five weeks. Well, and then, and then it all weeks. dies down. They would rake in, like, they already made $100 million. That movie's going to gross no telling how much, because it'll be in there for, what, a month? Yeah. A couple of months. It'll gross what it's worth. And then, and that movie had a low budget. Yeah. It wasn't even that much. It was like $30, 50000000 million, something like that. I mean, it'll make its money, but it already did. But it, the day that it leaves the theater, the next day it should be available. Now I'm not saying DVD sale. I mean, do do that, whatever. Why do they have to wait? Because they let the it dies down, and then if you know, however many months later, there it is. It pops up all of a sudden. It's like, nah, right. bitch, we we got buy Christmas shit. We ain't, <laughs> yeah, for real. You know? I, they're losing money. Yeah, they lose they money by doing that. Um, well, maybe it'll change. Do we have any movie news? I got a couple of things here. So uh, Vince Gilligan come oh, out yeah. and gave a gave a definitive answer on whether Walter White's in the El Camino movie or not. Do y'all want to know? He said, "What now? What now?" <laughs> he came out and gave a definitive yes or no to whether. Walter White will be in that El Camino. Movie. Y'all remember what I said in that trailer? Yeah. Is he in it? Um, I do want to know. Okay. Do you want to know, Trav? I think that I think that motherfucker's dead. That, that's what he said. He says he dead? confirmed it. He said Walter White is dead. But the movie hadn't dropped yet. Right. But Who was that at to... the end of the trailer? It's like, all right, let's get him. Uh, Who is that? Why should we care? Mike, maybe. It didn't sound like Mike. No, dude. Mike was dead. Mike's um, dead too. Everybody's dead. What if it's that big black guy? Remember, he was alive. But we saw his hands. Yeah, that's true. And he was white. The room's <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is now teasing Spider-Man Four for some reason. What? <laughs> that dude's a nut, dude. What the said, fuck what is this? It says this was the headline on Screen Rant. The room's Tommy Wiseau is is teasing Spider-Man Four for some reason. Like he's gonna be in it. <laughs> he's crazy, Wait, dude. Here was his tweet. He dropped a tweet. A Tommy Wiseau film, Spider-Man Four. That was his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, can you imagine? 
I did not. I did not sling webs. <laughs> oh my god. I did not, Happy. Oh, hi, hi, Eddie. Happy. Um. So, have y'all heard about this fucking Martin Scorsese fucking drama? What's happening? So, well, we got a couple of things on his here. Marvel shit. Yeah. Where he's been like, those aren't movies. He said he called it not cinema. Well, Robert Downey Jr. brushed that shit off. Yeah, he was just like, dude, huh? fuck him. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, man. I get where he's coming from. He's old school, y'all. We gotta, you gotta think yeah. like an old motherfucker here. Like he ain't about that life. Right. He's wrong. But can you compare Endgame to Goodfellas? No. No. They're different. Uh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, Why so, did he I mean, even say that? I mean, probably to get butt. Somebody was probably interviewing him about this Irishman stuff, and he's probably like, so Tarantino finally went and watched all the Marvel movies, so um, what's your take on it? He's probably like, not cinema, next question. You know well, what I mean? he's just like, not interested. No. He's just what's not interested. Thoughts on? Uh, Tarantino's thoughts were, because they referenced some of his work. Mm-hmm. And he in the Marvel movies, and he said that he is, uh, he's, he said it's weird because in Reservoir, he grew up reading Marvel comics and in Reservoir Dogs and a couple other of his films, he references Marvel movies. So it's weird to watch a Marvel movie reference his films. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's, he's very appreciative of it. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he likes them. Like, you know, he knows exactly what they are. So he he's a movie it. fan. Yeah. So he gets it, you know. Martin what I mean? Scorsese is a director. Yeah, he's a director's director. Like Quentin Tarantino's a movie lover. He owns a goddamn yeah. theater. Yeah, like it's you know so, but, and he's younger. Yeah, he gets it. How what, how did they reference the Royale with cheese? Did they? I don't remember um, references. Well, just things that they would do. They took from stuff like shots that they would do. They took from. Uh, you know, Sam Jackson, of course, being a key link and all that stuff. Him saying motherfucker at mm-hmm. the end of Endgame was supposedly, from the way they talked, a reference to, um, to, okay, his, yeah, I mean, to Tarantino. Well, and, uh, I believe it's in Winter Soldier. Nick Fury fakes his death, and on his headstone is, uh, it's got the Ezekiel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. So, now, I mean, now what that is, is that's the directors of the movie, you know, being like, hey, we see you. Yeah. We like love we, you. We, yeah. We're in there, dude. That's just yeah. a little Easter egg for your ass. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just. Can you imagine, dude, you're sitting in a theater and you see that shit and you made that shit and you're just yeah. like, oh, thanks. It's kind of like Kevin yeah. Smith. Right. And them giving him his, you know. I'm yeah. glad they gave him his fucking comeuppance. I know, right? That's awesome. Because he's, he's for 20 years, that motherfucker's been like, comic books. Like, just. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, though, um, Tarantino's humbled by it, and he was, uh, I mean, he was cool with it, which I get it. You know, I mean, if I was, if I was, nobody makes movies like Tarantino makes movies. 
and I don't think ever anybody ever will. I think they'll pull from the inspiration, but it, it's awesome where it's like anybody can make, I mean, for real, anybody can make a Marvel movie or a DC movie. But to have like his ultra violent world referenced in a Disney property like that, you know what I mean? It's just well, it's also part of how you know who the demographic for these movies truly are. Yeah, they make it applicable or accessible for children, but yeah, it's but, the generation that grew up on the comics that these films are aimed towards. Yeah. Did y'all know this? Now, there's no dates yet. It's just been announced. That Disney is doing a live action Inspector Gadget movie. It's in development. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. As of October the 4th. Is it going to have Matthew Broderick? There's no in deets, it? man. They don't, they just, all it is is the synopsis for Inspector Gadget. Just Penny, yeah. Inspector Gadget, the dog, Brain, you know, like Dr. Claw. Right. Like, there's no nothing. Let's cast It's not going to have him in it. Let's cast Inspector Gadget. Yeah, Danny McBride as Inspector Gadget. Now oh I, I know Disney's not gonna do it. He'd be like, "Go, go, Gadget, fucking cock ring," you know. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna play this? They're gonna get someone new. Well, this is what I was thinking. Okay, I think that Penny will be played by Eleven. That's pretty good. And I think this is what Brain's I think. gonna be. What, a, is, what a, is this? What is this again? Inspector Gadget is getting reboot by Disney. So you think, you think Penny? He said Penny's eleven. Yeah. What's her name? Something. Um. Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah, Billy Bobby fucking. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Millie. I don't know. It's Millie. Like I think it's Millie. Millie Vanilli. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Uh, her fan. Yeah. Her parents were fans of Bobby Brown and and uh uh yeah. Yeah. Your, but this is third prerogative. This is who I would cast as Inspector Gadget. And it's I think it might blow your guys' mind. As Inspector Gadget. As Inspector Gadget. You ready? Who is it? Brendan Fraser. Not gonna happen. I know, but could he play him? Yes. Absolutely. Inspector Gadget has to be a little bit slapstick. Well, he's got that. Though. He's got that. Yeah. So when you say that, I get it. I'm like, I get it, because he's got that slapstick monkey bone vibe going on. Like, well, what yeah. about about Tom Holland? Man? He's too oh. young. Yeah, he's too young, man. Well, who says they got to stay by the classic idea? But of Inspector it being... Gadget's got to be like in his forties. To me, I, just hope the... not, I hope it's not Jack Black. It, mm. Oh God, he's like go go Gadget. Cock ring, you know. <laughs> you, gotta Jack what, Black. you gotta think about what level this movie is, anyway. Do you, I mean, like, no, like, what type of A lister are they gonna nab? Hey, this? Matthew Broderick wasn't a bad Inspector Gadget. I think he was too short, though. Yeah, I, I do. I you do. Know who, you know who would have been the best? Who? Robin fucking Williams. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, what they'll probably end up doing in all seriousness, because I would like to see Brendan Fraser make a comeback like that, because I love that guy. But I really think that they'll reverse the roles. They'll have it a young male, and then they'll have a woman be Inspector Gadget. That's what I think will end up happening with it. 
because they they keep doing that. They keep reversing the roles on everything. So why wouldn't they now? You know. So. I mean. <laughs> well, I kind of would want it to be someone just ridiculous playing the character. Yeah. Well, bring like, Chris Kattan in. What about Zach Galifianakis? He's too dry. I think he's too dry for that. What if they get uh, Moss? Oh, shit. I mean, he could do it. If he was, if he was more Richard Ayoade, yeah, or Chris O'Dowd, they could even have him. But you know, um, there's a thing here that I I pulled up. So apparently, um, the Irishman is going to Broadway. Because theaters are turning it away. Why are they turning it away? It says here that Netflix may not be known for giving its movies wide theatrical releases, but they're certainly getting creative with The Irishman. The latest from Martin Scorsese, which is viewed as a serious award season contender, is said to have a one-month stint on Broadway at the historic Bellicose Theater. Bellisco Theater. Uh, this will be the first time that the theater has screened a movie in its long storied history, which date backs to 1907. It says that um, the Irishman will run there from November the 1st to December the 1st. This is in addition to the limited theatrical rollout that Netflix is giving the gangster drama, which kicks off on November the 1st in Los Angeles and New York with plans to expand into smaller chains around the country after that. Scorsese had this to say about the upcoming Broadway run. We've lost so many wonderful theaters in New York City in recent years, including single-house theaters like Ziegfeld and the Paris. The opportunity to recreate that singular experience at the historic Bellisco Theater is incredibly exciting. Ted Sarandos, Scott Stuber, and their team at Netflix have continued to find creative ways to make this picture a special event for audiences, and I'm thankful for their innovation and commitment. So, can, uh, I state, can I state an unpopular opinion here? Sure. I'm really about sick of hearing about the Irishman. You sick about it? I'm sick of it. You don't want to see it? No, I'm just ready for the movie to come out and for well, it to be the long drawn out Martin Corsese snooze fest that all of his movies are. They're good. They act their ass off. I'm not saying the merits of them of the film aren't there, but like, come on, a lot of his movies are you. You really want to sit. You have to want to watch this. You have to want to sit and listen to every single word that comes out of everybody's mouth. Otherwise, it's like I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. But apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently um, uh, AMC and Regal, the two largest theater chains in the country, couldn't reach terms with Netflix in regards to screening the movie. AMC and Regal wanted a full three-month traditional theatrical window before The Irishman was made available on Netflix. The streaming service wouldn't budge. 
This has been a point of contention in the industry as studios are pushing for shorter theatrical windows, but theater chains are worried it will cut their into their business. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with that. Um, because think about it. If you, if, if they set a new industry standard to where, okay, you've got six weeks from the time the movie's released. If you're going to go watch a movie, you're going to go watch it in six weeks, right? So, I mean, I went and watched fucking once upon a time in Hollywood, I think four weeks after it was released, maybe, maybe six weeks after it was released. If I would have waited another week, I wouldn't have went and watched it. You know what I mean? So I think that the theaters are fucking up. I think what they need to do is they need to get in good with, uh, with a Netflix or a Hulu where it's like, okay, we're going to do the theatrical run for six, maybe even eight weeks tops. And then after that happens, um, we're going to work with Netflix on bringing it over. You know what I'm saying? Like what's stopping them from doing that? I don't think anything's stopping them from doing it. I just know that for all the marketing push, the movie's got, I mean, it's got to, it's got to be something. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like it's just going to be a big dose of (laughs) actor fan service. Right. It's not so much as, oh man, he's working with all these great actors. It's okay. He's going to pull the same song and dance with three really, really, really good actors. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a gangster film. Like it's almost got it's almost got the same for me the same irkiness that you get from like when people bring up horror movies and you're like, oh, a fucking haunted house film. Here we go again. Right. Like this is gonna be two hours. Or where's my fucking money? Or how are we gonna cover this? Or who betrays who? I don't know. I just don't think it's worth the level of hop that it's getting. I'm sure it's going to be a great film. I'm sure it's going to be an entertaining watch. I don't think it's going to be that good, man. And and really, who knows how big of a role some of these of the, of the three has? Like, you know what I mean? No. Like, how long are some of these actors really going to be throughout the duration of the film? Right. I mean, I haven't read any reviews, so maybe y'all are more. It's a pretty long-ass movie. And see, that's the thing. If it's going to be that long and be that type of movie, it needs to just go straight like straight to streaming, man. It is. They have and, the, I mean, the only maybe, reason they did the theater, man, is... is so they can get Oscar nominations and, because a lot of those actors that are in the movie were probably promised you'll win an Oscar. Just, I mean, come on, Danny, you know, not Danny DeVito. What's yeah. his name? Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci. You'll win an Oscar. And I mean, you know, maybe, maybe there, maybe there is a modicum of truth to Scorsese's criticism of Marvel. And and I think he's it's just old he, school, man. Well, he, I feel like he probably resents the fact that people are more inclined to go to the theater to watch a blockbuster or a spectacle-based film. Um, what is it? What is it? I saw on Netflix because you know how when you pull up a movie on there, sometimes it'll give you, you know, it gives you little key, little key words as to what it is, like drama, action, comedy. Something I noticed under, uh, uh, I think it was when I was skimming through and I hit Infinity War. 
it was like visually striking. Yeah, like that was one of its first it like, key exploit. You know, and yeah, and, and that is more entertaining to see on a massive screen than three guys sitting at a table talking about what we're going to do next well, to scheme a little I bit more. I give him a pass because he's an old man. He just don't get it, dude. It ain't his cup of tea. It just ain't his thing. Well, and also, you know, his era of film just hasn't come back yet. And maybe, maybe the Irishman does this. Maybe it kickstarts a, a new advent of Sopranos level gangster stuff. You know. Well, I feel it's gonna like, be good. Well, I feel like gangster movies are kind of the. They were the next level of. Um, the level uh, of their time, per se. Well, the next level of westerns. You know what I'm saying? Because like westerns come out, they get flooded, and the the market gets flooded with them. And then, because that happens in '60s, '70s, then the '80s, '90s was gangster films. Yeah. And the market got flooded with them. And when's the last time that there was a gangster movie? You know, and especially a gangster movie that you're like, shit, that was good. You know what I mean? I mean, you have The Sopranos, and that ended in what? Well, it was really the, it was really like a movie he fucking did, and I think the last really good gangster film, if you wanted to call it that, was The Departed. Yeah, but I mean that wasn't solely his credit. That was just an Americanized version of an an overseas film. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm with I agree with Chav on the fact that I'm ready for it to come out because it's getting so much buzz. And I think the main reason it's getting so much buzz is because you get you've got all these iconic actors, filmmakers, all these people coming back together for the first time since fucking when. You know what I mean? Like they probably ever will again. Yeah, I mean this is gonna be the last this is like the fucking boys are back together the band's back together for a last show. And I think that's why people are so excited about it, because it's like <laughs> I mean, this might be the last thing Joe Pesci ever does, you know. This is getting close to the last thing that fucking um, Robert De Niro is probably going to do. But I mean, I just I know movies with these level with like this kind of level of hype usually hits at about usually hits the mark about seventy five percent of the time, you know. Right. But there's that that remaining twenty five that could be a complete just. What the fuck was this supposed to be again? You know. <laughs> um, I got one last thing here. So apparently, Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham. Jason Statham. They're teaming back up, dude. Statham. They're, they're reuniting for a new untitled action th- thriller. The duo previously worked together on Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. I'm looking forward to bringing the story to life and working with Jason while he still has the use of his knee, said the director. Uh, Statham Statham has been a busy man. You know, Hobbs and Shaw came out. New action thriller is untitled as of this writing. However, it is revenge-based action thriller, which Miramax will put out. The studio acquired remake rights to the original 2004 French film Le Conveyor. Le Conveyor. Le Conveyor. I don't know. Le Conveyor from Studio Canal to make it happen. 
The plot follows H, a cold and mysterious character working at a cash truck company responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars around Los Angeles each week. The movie weaves through a suspenseful and carefully constructed narrative and then shifts across timelines and between various characters' perspectives for a thrilling and mind-blowing experience. Fucking Hobbs and Shaw made $758 million globally. Why ain't Martin Scorsese calling that fucking not cinema? That's all I'm saying. Check it out. James Franco acting school faces lawsuit for sexually exploiting students. Yeah, wasn't he banging them or something? No, he wasn't banging them, but here's what they did. They they had a um, sex scene acting class, which was $750, and the Ooh. students had to make a tape. And Ooh. in the tape, they had to... Now, they had to make this tape on their own, but they had to do a sex scene, whether it was real or not, I don't know, with people, and then they signed away their rights to that tape. In the acting class, like it has signed paper and handed over, and that's it's theirs. They don't get it back. And there's two people that have filed charges. Two separate women that don't know each other have filed charges against the school because they promised you'll get scenes in Franco's movies that he's producing and directing and all this shit. Now, James Franco, everybody forgets it, but in 2014, he tried to pick up a 17-year-old girl on Instagram. Yeah. And that just kind of went away, you know? Yeah. Um, But there's a bit of a lawsuit going on there. I'm thinking lawsuit people. I'm thinking lawsuit people. Studio 4. That's what it's called. Well, um, I mean, he got in trouble for something else that wasn't he filming a sex scene and um these girls said that the sex scenes that they were had to do went past industry standard way past it well insertion yeah you know I mean, maybe, maybe a little lizzie lickards you know what i'm saying Ooh, that's what i'm talking about i mean Essentially, someone's nads were hanging over someone else's nads. Yeah, there was yeah. some tea bagging. They got some Ooh. nuts dropped on their nose, and they're upset. Do you think that he's made them sign a waiver or sign the rights away because he's well, going to use it in, in something? some art film? I don't know. Maybe because he's like that. Like he's that. all about art, and you need to go outside. He's weird. So you know, it's like so. How do we do this? Well, just pretend you're smacking an oil canoe. So I didn't even know this was a thing, but Steven Spielberg's West Side Story just wrapped on filming. Did y'all know he was remaking West Side Story? Yeah, I did. I didn't know that. So are they going to come snapping out out of the alleyways? Fever. Yeah, I remember hearing about that like a year or two ago. Well, he just wrapped. I haven't seen the original West Side Story. I have. I know what it's about. It's about... I know. Yeah, it's like, it's greasers, right? Yeah, greasers versus homosexuals. Oh. Something, I don't know, maybe. You can say that. I mean, you can say homosexual, you just can't say. Yeah, of course you can say homosexual. I don't know, dude. I'm afraid to say that. What do you want me to call uh, um, men who like other men? 
That's what but you should call them, men who like other men. But what if they're like poly? What if they don't like that? Yeah, right. I mean, there's a You're, couple. Here's what you call them: men who like other men and sometimes women. That's it. That's all you can say. They they only like women when they're like shopping and shit though. Tom Holland personally <laughs> helped Sony and <laughs> Disney reach a deal. Yeah, he called the executives. <clears throat> Well, he told him, I'm not going to be in your fucking movie, right? He's like, hey, if you well, don't he, cut a deal with Disney, my ass is gone. I don't think he went that far. I think he come out and he called up Sony and he called up you Disney. You think he cried? Said, nah, I don't think he went that far either. I just think that he was like, He's an actor. He should have cried. We've got we've to gotta finish the story. Like, it's got to happen. If Sony, if you take it back, you might fuck it up. Disney, if you don't fucking lower your percentage that you want, then they're going to fuck your movie up. I think that's what it came down to. But yeah, he called the the president of fucking Disney or some shit, you know? Was like, hey, how'd he get his number? He probably got it from Kevin Feige. He stole his phone and got it out of there. No, nah, they gave it to him. They told him they said, call. Joaquin so? Phoenix walking off Joker set video awkwardly released. Where's this video? He walked off the set? I mean, he probably was in full method, so... You don't. You never know what somebody's doing full method. Beverly yeah, Hills Cop 4 will be Eddie Murphy's next film. Okay, I love all the Beverly Hills Cop. Huh? Dolomite? I don't think... Dolomite. Dolomite? Dolomite. <laughs> we play Minecraft? No, Black Dynamite. Dolomite yeah, Mexico. it's Dolomite. They, I don't think he counts that because it's a Netflix movie. This is going to be a wide release. Like, Dude, I loved all the Beverly Hills Cops movies. Axel! <laughs> What's that guy? Serge, I am Serge. I know y'all remember Serge. I remember. And then a few years later in high school, you remember Serge because they were selling it in the school. Drink one of those things, you'd be cracked up. <laughs> Kidney shutting down. <laughs> I am Serge. 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 You remember that scene where you had the, it was the machine gun with the microwave built in? How ridiculous <laughs> was that? Right. I'll never forget the machine gun with the microwave built in. There was some girl like modeling it. Dun, 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 dun. Axel. Axel. I like um, Eddie Murphy and the the white guy, the goofy dude that he teamed up with. You remember the guy that was a cop and he was just like, we can't. He was like, he was the, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Dude from Full House. Um, You know what what I'm talking about. Uh, Something, Dan, Dan, no. Travis, do you know? Wait, Saget. He had oh, that Saget. whole Bob Saget thing going on. He was just real innocent, and I don't think we can do this, Axel. And he's like, "Motherfucker, watch this!" You know, he just come <laughs> in with it, like, I dude, I will watch and love another Beverly Hills Cop movie. I got the three pack on DVD. I'm down. I don't care. DTW. I am DTW down to watch. I want to see this video of Joaquin Phoenix walking off the set. 
him flipping out. They don't have the video here, but he walked off the set. <clears throat> no, I don't. No, no. It's an outtake. Oh, is this the video? Nah, it's not the video. It's some fucking interview. Oh, it's the Kimmel clip. That's all I see when I look it up. Yeah. Oh, don't play that. Yeah, that's... Uh, is it, is it that's involved? It, it's in the clip? It's, I've, I've read an article, so that's not It is prank. in the clip. It was a prank, you know? But supposedly, it was uh, Kimmel kind of being a douchebag and showing a clip of... An outtake? Like, an outtake that wasn't supposed to... Like, nobody's supposed to see that. Like, it's Walking Phoenix flipping the fuck out about something on set. Well, he's like that. He's like, no! <laughs> no! You know? Dude, yeah. he's yeah, up here trying to make a fucking masterpiece, dude. He's smoking a cigarette, dude, sitting there in Joker paint, smoking a cigarette like, get the fuck out of my face. Right. I'm trying to remember my lines. Joaquin, would you like us to read the lines? Get the fuck out of here. Are we done with Do you blame him? Can you imagine, uh, dude? Listen, man, you're sitting there wearing Joker paint. You already know what the internet has to say. You've been online. You was on Reddit. Yeah. You saw him talking shit. You're sitting there stressing it like everything's going to be perfect. Give me a minute and let me think yeah. about what I'm going to do. I need to think about this because everything yeah. matters. Do you blame him? I don't. No, I don't blame him at all. I'd be flipping the fuck out because everyone's looking at it. Everyone. He he put it in his mind to portray a version of the Joker clearly. That's like not like uh, like taking someone's face and making it your own. And it's like on and, like all the way all the way down to like the idea that this is you know this is this is an original, and here's the problem you know? with playing the Joker. You got Heath Ledger hanging over your head, dude. Yeah. And if you ain't fucking up, the, if you ain't up to that, he's got the, then you ain't up he, to shit. But the thing about it, though, is that he didn't have to worry about that role, per se. Sure, it's there, but he doesn't have to because of the way that Todd Phillips approached the movie. Well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was clearly a hell of a script, so it's not like he had to probably work too hard because if the script's as good as it, it's been getting praised for. Well, remember, we recovered it back in the day. Um, by the day, I mean a couple months ago. They would like meet at night after shooting and work on the script. They would change it. It went yeah. through so many changes where they would get together and be like, what can we do to make this shit awesome? Right. Anyone, anyone got any ideas? And the, as the movie was going on, they were rewriting it and resh- you know, reshooting shit, like just yeah. changing things. Cause what they shot, this didn't work. The dailies were coming back, and he was like, no, nah, we need more. We need better. You need to lose more weight. I need to see more ribs. I only see three. I need to see four. <laughs> that dude lost a shitload of weight, man. Right. An unhealthy amount of weight. Yeah. And that's that's what you have to do, though, man. That's that dedication. Like, work so hard, forgot how to vacation. Dedication. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's what he had to do, and he did it. And I think he's going to deliver, man. I can't wait to watch that shit. I've seen little snippets from it, man. And it yeah, his ass good. off, didn't he? It looks pretty good. Yeah. 
See, that's the thing, man. It's like that Heath Ledger Joker. Because nobody wants to, like, nobody's going to ever, like, erase that. That's always there. Yeah. That Joker will always be there. But when you see the Joaquin Joker, like, it's a different Joker. He doesn't have scars on his face. You know, he's taking care Um, of his mom. It's different. It's it's totally different. But he's going to live up to the performance, I I do believe. In my in my clip dive, I saw a couple of shots that I'm pretty sure I should have waited to watch the full movie. Mm-hmm. But it made me even more excited to watch it from like let me know, give to you this to, to get to that point. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you the numbers right now. So we're at two hours and two minutes. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. Surprise! It's not longer. IMDb nine out of ten. What? IMDb? Jesus. Rotten Tomatoes 68. Now, Rotten Tomatoes was limited on the people that could vote. They 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 did a cap on it. Right. Okay. Course. Fuck Metacritic. Can uh, I tell you what I can I tell you what I saw without any context? Google users 94%. Cuz it's pretty 94. badass. 94. Let's hear it, man. Are you down, Griff? I'm down to hear sure. what you got. It's on the podcast. Let's go. Well, it's a part where like, he's, standing, he's standing up on like up some steps, but there's a shit ton of motherfuckers behind him, dude. Like a crowd, like big ass crowd. And he just got like his uh his paints all fucked up and shit. But like he just he's facing towards you, like the audience or whatever, and the crowd's behind him. And like he takes his hands and it's like they're red on the tips and shit, and he fucking finishes the face paint like with his mouth, like smears fucking blood on his face that's cool yeah i can't wait to check it out i wish that shit was coming to netflix soon it'll be no time in no time it'll be here and we're doing it on the pot the day that it drops yeah as soon as it's available Did I, did I tell you about the, the the it wasn't like a clip or anything but it was a still that i saw where they compared it to the Dark Knight. No. Apparently there's a still that they kind of, I guess they pay, the shot is an homage to it. But remember in uh, in the Dark Knight when the Joker breaks out of uh, GCPD and he's in the cop car? Yep. Yeah. Hanging out the side and shit. Well, there's like almost down to the same angle, there's a shot of him in the police car fucking like kind of looking off. Damn. Like, I think they're like just little subtle shit, you know? Yeah. So, uh, we got some, uh, trailers. We got some trailers. So you didn't watch this, but we talked about it. This is the new, uh, the gentleman, the uh, Matthew McConaughey and Charlie, I can't, it says Charlie dot, dot, dot. Was that Charlie Hunt, Hannum or Hunnam? What's his name? What is it? Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam, that's it. Yep, I see it. This looks pretty good. I watched it. I was just like, dude, anything with Matt. Ever since I watched True Detective season one. Yeah. And I liked him before that. But. But. When he was sitting there fucking making paper mache shits out of fucking Budweiser cans 
Yeah. I was just like, uh, McConaughey. McConaughey. It's a yeah, McConaughey. It's a McConaughey up in here. Let's watch this trailer. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready? Hold on, get. Uh, uh. Hold on. Shit, I gotta open in two places. All right. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. I want you to play a game with me, Ray. I, I love that dude. Love that oh, dude. Please. No. I said play a game with me, Ray. Man. What's up with that voice? Right. Lovely. Oh, God, Richard. Yeah, dude. The character. Your boss, Mickey. You haven't seen this trailer yet? Smart no. Man. You waited? Fletcher. Yeah. I'm rubbing my hands together. I could start a fire. Look at this. Your poison, on the other hand, is and always has been the destroyer of worlds. You're out of touch, and I would like you to consider an offer. I am not for sale. <laughs> the plot begins to thicken. Now, I can't be specific about the heroes and zeros, but our protagonist is a hungry animal. There is a lot of money hanging in the balance. Our antagonist explodes on the scene like Dude, a... Dude, like, how many comebacks are we about to witness? ...has indirectly started a war. I think you need to see this, boss. What's the moment for How do they find it? I'm making inquiries. His name is Fahak. We're spelled with a P-A, so it sounds like Fahak. Sorry, Fahak. Kanda Fahak. <laughs> if you smell smoke, it's because there's a fire. So you're gonna have to stamp that out quickly. These people are This is a fucking trailer, dude. And you are part of that house. In the jungle, the only way a lion survives is not by acting like a king, by being the king. Oh, Freddie! This is a trailer. Oh, it's really warming up now, isn't it? There's only one rule in this jungle. When the lion's hungry, he eats. How many more one-liners is McConaughey gonna drop? One of her associates, I'd Just wait, right here, comes one more. So you killed someone? No, it was the gravity that killed him. We get one more McConaughey line. I guess we don't, but... I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Guy Ritchie. Of course I'll watch it. I'm DT Dubs. He's my it, boy. It looks it looks straight classic Ritchie, man. I got more trailers. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and throw this one at y'all. This is a little different. We don't normally do these kind of trailers. But this trailer dropped this week. And... It's a good trailer. Sure. We got a Johnny Cash documentary coming out. Have y'all seen it? No. It looks good, man. It's Johnny sure, Cash. I'm ready. Y'all ready? Griffin's ready. Travis, you ready? Cutting grass on Minecraft? Hello? Hello, I hear you. You Hello? there, Adam? I'm here. Y'all can't hear me? Why can't y'all hear me? 
Uh, I can now. You hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everybody ready for this Johnny yeah. Cash? Okay. Three, yeah. two, one, play. That got weird for a minute. Through the pain. We don't normally do these kinds of trailers, but and care and concern for myself and for my fellow man. He had a message, and his message was the truth about being alive in this world. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train coming. It's rolling around the bend. I felt like I was born to perform, born to sing. It was time for something with a new spirit and a new mood to take over. If you look at the set list of Folsom Prison, the song showed the struggles that were happening in the world, what he went through in his life. The album of the year, Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison. Johnny's music was a combination of sin and salvation. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Sunday morning was about repenting for the fun you had on Saturday night. Redemption was an enormous part of his whole career. Made a lot of records, did a lot of traveling, to living the life of a rambler. I began to realize that there was going to be some friction from me doing my music and stay happily married. Doing an afternoon some show, an evening show, drive 200 miles. I was up and going 23 hours a day. Do it again, no break. Amphetamines really supercharged me. I was a bag of bones. I looked like walking dead, and I knew it. When I stopped making records, it was like, where did all of the magic go? How you asking me to keep my relationship? No Music was spiritual to him. It was the place he turned in the darkest moments of his life. I still dream about my brother Jack. He always had this idea that Jack's death was why he became who he was. It was the deep wound and fueled his restlessness. Just like Dewey Cox. He wanted to redeem himself. What now? (laughs) And just as he did when he was a boy, he followed the light. He followed the music. We put together the album with just a guitar and myself. The the reaction was like the 50s uh, all over again. Showing people that he can change his life. The most beautiful aspect of my father was his capacity for forgiveness. I'm thankful that God has inspired me to write. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the gift. The gift? Looks good, man. Like a good documentary. Absolutely. So we don't normally do those kinds of of trailers, but... I'm down, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we got some new Netflix trailers that dropped. I don't know anything about this trailer. The only thing I know is it's a Netflix trailer. Here are the trailer. Um, ready when you are? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, hang on. Three, two, one, play. One. Netflix is killing it. This is the prequel to the book hey, of Eli. I don't know. I live down the road. I, I'm Eli. She lives down the road. So you're what, like allergic to the world? That right? girl looks familiar. What's she from? I guess you could say that. We watched something that she was in. Um, Stranger Things. That's her, dude. That's the. That's the. That's what's his name? Sister. Yeah. He's a bubble boy. I knew it. Bubble boy. This is Bubble Boy the remake. Hello, Eli. I'm Doctor Horn. Hello. She's always I hope you creepy. Don't think of this as a medical facility. To me, it's a home. 
And for now, it's your home. Oh, it's been so long. Come on, bubble boy. It's right here. Shall we begin? What do you think is making you sick? Lots of things. Ghost. The air, water, dust. Eli's gonna get worse before he gets better. Red rum. Uh oh. Got something in my room. Bad dreams are a side effect. It's perfectly normal. That bitch is always creepy, y'all. This place gives me the creeps. I think she's making me sick. Old chick. It's the medication. Yeah. It's not the medication. She's always creepy. Why do I feel worse? Because it's working. I think something bad is happening. That's creepy. Here it comes. Oh! Look to the. Oh! Oh! It's the ring. Time to go to bed. That's a good shot, man. Yeah. Is his life in danger? That's a real good shot. You are sicker than you realize. You're gonna get better. Promise? Nah, we don't promise. Yeah, come on, man. Bring it in, please. You've I seen it before, 50, but. I get it. I give it 50 50. You gotta check it out just to know what's up, what's happening. Well, it looks like it's, it's like a science fiction movie wrapped in a. like, possession film. Yeah, it's bubble. It's it's haunted bubble boy. This is weird. So we got one here called Daybreak. It's some Mad Max looking shit. You're right. Ready y'all are. Netflix fantasy series. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. So we got. We watched the first hey, Rose, trailer of this. What does the golf team do to those who crash our party? We did. Take All those students. Step and you're dead. Yeah. Well, school. fuck you, loser. And it, and it was like, let's see what we got. Oh. Is this what you were trying to do? I was trying to cut it clean off. It was going to be rad. That's, That's fucking Josh, funny, dude. And I've got a killer origin story. This got a. It's got fights. This is the one with uh, Inspector Gadget in it. Josh? Yeah. This is Sam. There he is. Yeah. You're challenging, Josh Wheeler. And I do like a challenge. This has a okay. zombie yeah. land kind of feel. You know yeah. what I mean? That whole. So what's life like during the apocalypse? It's awesome. I'm going to watch it. Because adults turn into what we call ghoulies. So it looks funny. The world is backwards. I just fit in way better now. I'm sure there are still jocks, nerds, and cheerleaders. But I have everything I ever wanted. You hear that, Kendrick Lamar? It's about being cool as shit. Wesley Fists. I'm on a path to redemption. We are free. (laughs) We can do anything. I kind of want to see it, y'all. Yeah. No. No, you cannot. All right, don't get all sappy on me with the song. We're all searching for something. Sam is out there. This I'm is not giving up until I find. This him. is like you can't just leave us. I agree with the petulant dwarf. You acquire our assistance. Teen fantasy novel, like a tribe. 
a family by choice. Sup, turds? This is why I would be the I don't, I'm not in with the song that they're playing because I'm. Uh, it's certain, certain. It's bringing certain feelings on, and it's turning into kind of fucking up what we had. Watch it feel good. Not a good song choice. So what's life like in the apocalypse? Not a good song choice. It's never what you expect. interrupt but your sword is still stuck in my fucking hand it's <laughs> stuck in the bone <laughs> bone <laughs> i'll be lying if there wasn't some funny shit in there yeah right i'll be lying let's see if i got any more i got a clint eastwood movie like that's it. This, this is this is some new new. I don't know if Show he directed this. it, but he's in it. And this shit let's dropped a few it. days ago. Yeah, let's peep this. So this is the last thing I got. Shit, that's good with me. And it's got her in it. Boy, be that's her name. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Ready, Trap? Yep. Three, two, one, play. Say what's up. Get off my lawn. Let's get a new tape going. All right, Richard, here's what we're going to do. We need a voice exemplar. I want John you to Hamm. send into this phone. There's a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. Richard, you're a national hero now. Thank you, sir. But I'll just do Does Richard job. have Down syndrome? look at the guy who found the bomb just like you always look at the guy who found the body jewel fits the profile of the lone bomber a frustrated white man who is a police wannabe who seeks to become a hero we're running it you're a suspect you don't talk i talk say i don't talk oh shit you're the only way to clear your name i want you to say there's a bomb in Sam rockwell Park. you have 30 minutes yeah. I'm trying to be their best friend. I was raised to respect authorities. Authorities are looking to eat you alive. There's a bomb in Centennial Park. We have 30 minutes. I'm sorry, what? His accusers are two of the most powerful forces what the in the fuck? world. The United States government. You know who that the is? Media. That's Sam Rockwell. You know that guy. You know him? He's from... Um, that is a bomb in Centennial that, uh, Park. The fucking ice skating movie. He's the dude that knew all those sources. Oh, yeah. He's a hero. Ice skating? We only skate for one song, one song only? No, the one time's a little louder. Oh! That's it, dude. I, I, I tailored I, I Tanya. Yeah. That is him, dude. And that's why he's in this one. This looks good. Got Kathy Bates, Sam Rockwell. I told you, dude. There is a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. You set that bomb. There is a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. So he's setting bombs, and then... Where's Clint Eastwood? Did he direct this? Yeah. Whoa. Start fighting back. Uh, is that a true story? Yeah. 
Based on the truth. Based on the truth. I mean, I'll watch it. The top comment says what authorities and the media did to him was a travesty in the extreme. Well, the movie will be the judge. Clint Eastwood directed that? Yeah. Okay. Looks good. That's all I got, guys. Shit. But I got um, this. I got a piece of paper here from a few weeks ago. Our next movie, do y'all remember what it was? Because I got it written down. Um, do y'all remember? Try to remember. It was a space movie, right? Nope. Mm. But you can't remember. How about uh-huh. you, Trav? You remember? Not a clue. This was from like four or five weeks ago. Yeah. No. All right, here we go. That new Jacob's Ladder. Bam! It's happening. Holy shit. That's next. I did did forget about that. Get your dick card, you know? Yeah. You know the trailer was good. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to next week. Next week. We've all seen the original. Next week. (laughs) We've all seen the original (laughs) Jacob's Ladder, right? Yeah. Next week. We're watching the new Jacob's Ladder. And Recast it's just the cousin lost. With the black guy. Yeah, Griffin. Have you? You've, yeah, so yeah, you have seen the original, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This ain't amateur hour. I don't think, I don't think we've ever brought, I don't think we've ever brought this up before, but yeah, the plot to Lost is essentially Jacob's Ladder in a yeah. very long ass format. Yeah, but uh, how good is the original? Tim it's so Robbins. Good. It's so good. Dude, that that's, the scene where he's forever good. The fuck out in that dance place. Oh, start seeing those fucking monsters all over the shit. My favorite shot of the whole movie is where he's on that fucking gurney, and they're wheeling him through hell, and all those things dude. are mocking him. Dude, it's just so much. Wait, shit, dude. wait. We haven't watched the original, have we? I mean, um, we've seen it. Okay, well, look. I say, was it? Worth we all it? say, the bag was a good idea. Okay, I think we should watch this one, the new one, mm-hmm. and then we should do the old one. Should we do them so, in the same episode? Uh, can it I be think, done? What are, what's I, the run times? Well, no, I think it's, the original it's, deserves its, its own, own episode. episode. Because it's so good, dude. It There's is so good. much to so, talk about. I mean, dude, there. well, the list we have here is not that long. We can throw it in. We can, and I want to throw this at you guys. After we do the Jacob Ladder movies, if we're going to do them both, that's up to y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, three is Dead or whatever it's called. The Rob Zombie movie is Up and Adam. So. Oh, uh, do y'all want to do the Rob Zombie movie before we do the, uh, the, um, Oh, what the fuck is his name? Um, 2001, Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick. The Stanley Kubrick shit. I'm down with that, because I really want to see that new fucking Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. And also, uh, It it Chapter 2's up. Damn it. So, we got to throw that in there. <laughs> we got to throw that in the mix, dude. We can't, we can't get too far behind. Yeah, you're right. And we're ahead of DVD sales on that one. Yeah. You catch my drift. But, well, let's uh, just keep keep hitting the new stuff, and then whenever that starts calming down. Well, here's the thing, because next week we could watch Jacob's Ladder, 
Do y'all want to do it? Do y'all want to go ahead and do it? I, I kind of want to go ahead and do it. We can go ahead and do it this next week. What was the other one I said? Um, three from hell. That one's in there too. Here's what we can do. I got our next four weeks. All right. All right. We do it next week. Right. We do three from hell. Right. We do the new. I want to watch the new Jacob's Ladder first. Yeah. And then we'll do the other one. Okay. That's your next four episodes. Well, that's good because we're in October. It's Halloween. We got some horror movies. <clears throat> but I want to see Which that it. I'll stop the way. I haven't watched it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was not a good song choice. No. For I don't know why they did that. If I was there and I was cutting that shit, I'd be like, hey, man. You don't want to put like some like uh like I don't know uh, Ozzy Osbourne or something on this some Black Sabbath something like some War Pigs that that's the song that's the song that that trailer needed yeah but it ain't the song it got they probably won't oh, sign well. off on it but all right let's do this let's do next week goddamn I gotta write shit down because I'm old and I don't remember things like I used to. We're so just in the chat. Right. We're doing it. Yeah. Everybody's okay with that? Yeah. And then we're going to do Three from Hell. Don't. What are you doing? And then we're going to do um, <laughs> the Jacob's Ladder shit. New one and old one. New one first. I'm down. I feel like that'll be better. To go. We're going to do the new one because we've all seen the old one. We know what's up. We know what time yeah, well, it is. So we're going to do the new one. And then if the new one's on some fuck shit, we're coming in with the old one. Like, yeah. you, know, you know? Yeah. And that's it. That's what's happening. Would you consider the original a cult classic? It is a cult classic. It's up there with the thing. It's, it's yeah. up there, it's up there with, with the shining. It's like up there were just good movies. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. Fucking love watching movies. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we're watching it. Closing arguments. Anybody got anything to say? Checks in the mail. My balls hurt. His balls hurt. Watch that movie. <laughs> it has, it hasn't been published yet. What's I'm, your I'm uh, Pornhub account so they can watch it? Um... D Griffin. Griffin. <laughs> oh, it's Griffin. Deep Two five dick. six. No, Griffin Deep Dick. Griffin Deep Dick. Check him out. You can see why his balls are hurting. Yeah. Checks in the mail, guys. I'm about to end the episode. Is this it? It's over. That's it. It's over. Are we done? Peace. We're done.